heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, and how Payday can come every day by entering their contests with huge cash prizes up for grabs. This week is jam-packed with action ranging from basketball to golf, hockey, and DraftKings has plenty of ways for you to have a front row seat to all the action. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple. Each player has a salary associated with drafting them. Assemble a lineup of players while staying under the salary cap and then sit back and watch your points pile up. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using promo code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN to get a free entry with your first deposit. Again, that's promo code THPN only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to go, pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. The only thing better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. And welcome to the 4th Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 85 of the big show, some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. How's everybody doing out there? Another Sunday? Crazy Sunday. You guys getting tired of hearing my voice? I can imagine you are. This is like three straight shows in a row. But I will let you guys know. I will let you in on a little secret. Um, As you know... Uh, normally Wednesday is interview day, interview show, and then of course Sunday is shit show Sunday, as coined by Joe Lozito, uh, where it's just basically, it's just me ranting and raving and yelling out my window. Um, unfortunately I had a no show on Wednesday, so you've had basically three, uh, (laughs) yelling out the window episodes, but on yesterday, because uh, I'm recording this on Saturday. Um, Friday, I guess. I interviewed. I did do an interview. I did two and a half interview. Two and a half interview. Okay, take two. Two and a half hour interview with uh, Marco Cefalo. And uh, he, Marco, played in the Western Hockey League in the SJHL, won a World Bank, was in the World Bank Cup with the Estevan Bruins. Um, then he went on and played four seasons with the Oklahoma City Blazers. Where he won, uh, what is it? I'm not sure what the name of the trophy was in the Central Hockey League, but they won, is it Ray Miron Cup, I believe? Uh, but he won one of those and, uh, and then played for the Laval Chiefs for a few, for, for 10 games or so, for a couple weeks. And, uh, no, Marco was great. Uh, we, we covered his career and, uh, you know how we do it around here. But, uh, no, Marco was a great guest and, uh, no, and actually sent me his fight card, which was certainly helpful. Uh, I don't even get in to drop your gloves. We all know how what a sad day that was. <laughs> I can tell you that I well, I've said it a bunch of times, but when 
drop your gloves going away sucked in general but i can tell you as a podcaster interviewing tough guys not having drop your gloves sucks yes but um i mean i have the fight cards for some guys but not many and it uh yeah unfortunately but uh anyway guys like i said this is episode 85 i encourage you to please go back and check out the back catalog um had great guests over the 80-some episodes, um, John Morasti, Sean McMorrow, Steve McIntyre, Riley Emerson, Clark Wilm, Roman Volpat, Kent Staniforth, Rhett Trom, or, uh, I, I was about to say Rhett Trombley, no, I haven't interviewed Rhett Trombley, I was actually, literally, before I hit record on this, I just watched Kent Staniforth fight Rhett Trombley on YouTube, um, so I had Rhett Trombley on my, in my head, um, but definitely Kent Staniforth, Frank Kovacs, all those, all those cats. They've uh, been great guests, and uh, I'm really proud of those interviews. So I, I really hope you guys check those out. Um, of course, as I said, I'm a member of the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, every uh, every NHL team is represented on the network. So whatever team you're a fan of, uh, there is a show for you. Uh, so I encourage you to check that out. Um, also, I'm on the original uh, creator content side, along with Brad Lieb, Terry Ryan. Um, yeah. And then for my off-network friends, of course, I have uh, Joe Lazito over at the Coliseum Chronicles, who uh, currently, he's had great guests. He's an Islander-specific uh, in, uh, interview podcast, or enforcer podcast. So he's had, like, Mick Fakota on, Aaron Ashton, Jason Strudwig, Eric Bolton. Um, but right now he's in the middle of the trip. We're in the middle of the Trevor Gillies Marathon. He's got two parts out so far, about three hours apiece. Tremendous. Um, I, you know, I talked about it last episode. Um, you know, I think when that, when those, like I said, he's, he's six hours in, they haven't got to the NHL yet, you know? So, um, like talk, it'll be like the most in-depth piece. Like I said, it'll be the, that'll be the, the standard, which like all hockey enforcer podcast interviews will be measured against after that because uh not only does joe know his shit and and is in depth and research but he's one he's friends with trevor gillies and two gillies is um a great guest in terms of like with his memory and uh storytelling ability and um yeah and it's just in it and like i said then they have the history right so no it's uh it, i've i've loved it so far and uh no it's it's been great um yeah and then like i said joe does a great job but, uh, yeah, well, Joe does a great job over there. Speaking of great jobs, of course, we got Alec over at the Fire for Fighting podcast. Um, again, you talk about a great back catalog. By Lois, you have Blonsky, you know, on and on. You know, he's had, he, Rob Ray, he's had great guests. Um, he currently has his interview with John Hewitt out, um, which was a very entertaining interview. Um, you know, John, of course, but, you know, played in the lower, in the minors and then of course over in the crazy Quebec league. And I, I always, any, anytime you have a guest that played in the LNAH, I think that'll, that always leads to a few shenanigans and stories. So, uh, you know, and John was, was, uh, was no different. So yeah, it was, uh, it was a great interview. I enjoyed it. But, uh, and then, uh, for, for the people that, uh, enjoy, enjoy the, the new age hockey, um, a couple shows that I that disp- I always say I listen to them so I don't have to watch is of course the Obey the Puck show with Dan Paul and Kelly and uh, Fred and Dave over at the Slewfoot Hockey Show and they uh, and they and they're you know and like they said they talk about current current um, hockey events and 
And, and, and well, more of the Obey the Puck show in the in the different leagues and what's happening in the in women's hockey and that type of thing. Uh, it's just like a, a you know an update, like a news center for hockey, basically. Those two shows and and they're nice people, so I always say support them. But uh, cheers, folks! It is actually it's my wife's birthday today, so I'm kind of uh, we're we're uh, well, it's a little it's a little cold to fire the barbecue up today, but. Uh, no, we got some appetizers going, the air fryer fl- going, and uh, beer flying, and uh, yeah, so uh, I'm going to, after I'll do this while the oven was going, um, so you're not getting, like I said, this is the third third installment of me in a row, I'm not going to, uh, I mean, what much more needs to be said, I won't, I'm not going to talk to you for too long, but uh, no, we'll cover our best, in the, or continue our best in the East Poles, the top, the fighters of the Western Hockey League in the 90s, um, what year are we on? 92, 93. And then um, uh, Parker and McLaren. <laughs> that that whole debate again. Um, I won't debate it. It's just comment about it. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, guys. Like I said, um, I don't I don't think I'll talk too long today. I did want to... Like I said, I, I always... Um, I, I promise content Wednesday and Sunday. So... And I want to live up to that. So... Um, not that I'm mailing it in or anything, but anyway, I like I said I, I enjoy reading the articles, the the best in the East type thing, and and then and that. But uh, um, I I think you guys will be will be excited about the interview on Wednesday for sure. Um, and I I know I'm I'm excited to bring it to you. So and like I said, and I have some other some other guys I've I've uh, reengaged with um, in terms of hopefully getting them on the show and. Uh, yeah, uh, former uh, Western Hockey four-year WHL guy who was in a ton of fights, and uh, he he seems pretty pumped up to do it. And uh, another guy that uh, he played all over the place: American League, uh, the UK, uh, some NHL stuff. So um, it was. I, I don't want to call out names though, because like I said, the interviews aren't done yet. So, but hopefully he's. Uh, we're we're setting up time. So hopefully I'm working on it, guys. Like I said. Um, also, while I'm sitting here, uh, Fourth Line Voice on Twitter, um, definitely uh, check that out, as well as um, I am now on Facebook. Uh, yes, it's it's 2021. I'm just getting into Facebook. No, I, I mean I have a private I have a private account. I've had a Facebook account for years, my you know under my own name, but um, haven't used it. It's, it's stayed pretty dormant as of late um, for the last few years. Actually, like I said, I scroll the news feed and just get mad, so I don't bother to check it too much. But uh, no, just in terms of kind of um, as a vehicle to advertise the show. Um, you know, Alec kept telling me, oh, you know, you should do a Facebook. And I kept talking about it and he's like, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. Well, I finally did it one day and it's actually been, it's been really great. Um, um, tons of ex players on there. And, uh, in fact, that's how I ended up with the Marco Cefalo interview. Um, you know, we were follow, you followed the account and, um, your friends request or whatever. And as soon as I saw him, I'm like, I've always wanted to talk to the guy. So, um, yeah, so that was really cool. Um, and I think going forward, um, I mean, basically, that's what I did on Facebook as I just went on there and just, I mean, it sounds kind of stalkerish, but I mean, just basically looked up players and then just sent out friends requests because basically I'm just, I'm using it for a vehicle to get guests and to ask them because it's like, well, how else am I going to ask them? I don't have their phone numbers. So, and they're not on Twitter. So, you know, I figure if they accept my friends request, I'll send them a, you know, a direct message and, and, and we'll go that way. So. Um, plus the enforcer group, uh, the enforcer appreciation group that Alex runs. Uh, I always, you ever know I bounce back from Alec to Alex? 
it's always seems Alex seems very easy to say, but but Alec, uh, pardon me, um, does a great job over there. He's actually myself and Joe and a couple other guys are ad- administrators over there, so uh, the, uh, so I know what kind of jokers go on. Uh, so I try to keep the group clean, uh, or you know, with the trolls and everything else. But um, uh, it's just a good group, uh, you know. So yeah, the uh, Facebook group and it's it, you know, and that's always been fun to share the the fight videos and um, you know and, and my pictures and stuff. Um, actually, I will say from from checking out the the views on on the YouTube page, um, it's definitely been uh, uh, the Facebook group's definitely been uh, busy, and uh, it, it produces a lot of views on videos. Um, you know, not thousands or anything, but I mean, uh, you know, uh, I know some of the videos have had a few hundred and, uh, uh, well, the one Carla Nordstrom one's had about 800. So, um, you know, yeah, it, it definitely, uh, it's definitely been fun and, uh, you know, and the, and the cool thing with the group has been, um, just the, the, uh, topics that I've been getting out of it. Um, of course the, uh, the, the last few episodes, of course, the, the famous Stevens, Scott Stevens row that I got into. Um, but, um, no, and like even, even today, I mean, one of the, the topic, of course, the, the, the famous debate, uh, Steve McLaren versus Scott Parker fight. I mean, that debate has no word of a lie. Um, anybody that's been, the older folks that are listening that have been around since the fight message board days. I mean, you guys know how, uh, how, how hotly debated that fight was. And, uh, you know, and I, and I laughed because it, it, it came up again on the group, uh, just this week and I chuckled about it. Um, yeah. So, but before I get into that, uh, yeah, like I said, so fourth line voice on, on Twitter and, and Facebook, and then as well as, uh, on YouTube, uh, definitely check out the channel. Um, you know, uh, subscribe, you know, that way you'll get notifications. I actually put up about 10 fights today. This morning I got out the old, uh. Adirondack, uh, Icehawks, uh, UHL DVD from 01. And, uh, I put a bunch of, uh, Jason Bone fights up there against Sean Legault and Brad Wingfeld and, uh, Marty Melnichuk. And yeah, so, and, uh, I know looking, I was looking at the fight list there and I know there's some Trevor Sen fights too that I'll, that I'll put up for sure. Um, so yeah. But, uh, no, if you, uh, like I said, subscribe to the channel and, uh, that way you'll get notifications. I, I haven't been as diligent as I should be on that channel. Uh, I go in waves. If I, if I get some new DVDs, I'll put some stuff up and right away and whatever. But yeah, I'm uh, going forward. I'm going to try to get a little more active on there. Not that I'm going to be hundreds of clips or anything, but you know, I'd like to get 10, 15, 20 fights a week put up there and whatever. So um, yeah, so I'll be doing that going forward. But like I said, there's like, there's 2,200. Oh hell, there's probably more than that. 2,500 videos on there now. Um, and I have everything sorted. So just go to the search menu there and whatever, uh, whoever you're looking for or whatever league you're looking for. I got them sorted by league too. So yeah, just type WHL or OHL or LNH or whatever. And, uh, it'll all come up, but definitely check that out. But, uh, yeah, guys, what, uh, I was good as I, I, I tweeted about this, but it, it struck, it just struck me funny that, uh, uh, I was in the lunchroom there the other day and the guys were watching, uh, um, mic'd up videos 
from YouTube, and uh, one of them was Dor- Drew Dowdy getting into it with someone. And I, and I put on Twitter, I said, is there anything less intimidating than Drew, Dow- Drew Dowdy telling you he's going to fucking kill you? Like, I, I, like who, I'd just be laughing at him if he said, like, wh- what are you going to do? Seriously. Guy's been in one fight in his life, and Joe Thornton kicked the shit out of him. You know, it's just like, I mean, Drew Dowdy's a great player and everything, and I'm like, oh, he should be fighting. I'm not saying that, but it's just like, it's just fucking embarrassing. Like, how how's someone that's never been in a fight mouthing off that he's going to kill people? You know, that was like earlier this year. Who's the young kid in Boston there? Was it uh, Frederick or Fre- whatever the... He's getting into it with Subban in the preseason. You know, he's trying to get Subban to fight. Subban's like, stick it. I'll fucking kill you later. Oh, yeah. You're so mad you're going to fight him later. Yeah, Su- later. Yeah, right. There's another Subban fucking candy ass. Anyway, it just struck me funny when we were watching the video. And, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill you. It's like, okay. Dial it down. But, um, no, Parker McLaren, um, yeah, it's, it, like I said, it's been the interesting debate for sure. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of both guys. Um, I really wish McLaren had gotten uh, a longer shot in the NHL because that dude was so legit, like just a killer. Oh, he's unbelievable. I mean, you know, everybody knows Scott Parker, but it was just like, man, but even with this fight, like the very first shot, Parker drill, like just he shatters McLaren's nose. McLaren actually ended up missing substantial time because of this fight. And uh, but even Parker said like he couldn't believe that McLaren kept coming. Like just like the Terminator man, like drills him, and like McLaren just goes on the offense after that, and basically just you know um i don't think he really lands anything great on parker but i mean he's all on offense and parker's like you know ducking he gets jersey ducked away and then you know mclaren kind of hammers him down on the back kind of and gets him down but you know the fact that mclaren even stood after taking that shot is just unbelievable and um so then uh you know so really the debate comes down to you know i've always said you know it depends how you call fights i suppose i mean some guys are like really big into like punch counts and like it's i've always said well i don't know i've never i've never sort of view these guys view it as olympic boxing or something it's like well i don't know i just you know i six punches to three doesn't to me though he won he won i i guess i've always said i've always found most in my way of looking at things, just my opinion. Um, I've always just sort of viewed most hockey fights as like draws. Cause I mean, a lot of times you'll like take shots to set stuff up and you know, whatever. So it's not like you're really losing. Cause I mean, you're just sort of, you know, setting up. Right. But like, to me, you're really kind of like, like uh, for, well, for current fans, the way like Lucic swung Austin Watson around today, like to me, that's a win, right? Like when you dominate a guy and swing him around and he's never in control or whatever. Okay. But I mean, some guys even like, well, Marco Cefalo there, the guy that I interviewed, uh, well, that's coming up here on Wednesday. He even talks about being kind of a slow starter and setting up and, and getting ready for things. And, you know, um, so often, not every once in a while, like you'd get a guy get a quick start, and all of a sudden the linesman jump in and say, "Oh yeah, see that guy kicked his ass," and it's like, "Well, okay, he just you know didn't have an opportunity to get ready, he was setting up." So um, I'm not saying this with the McLaren fight. I'm just in general, I'm just saying um, 
So it's always interesting. I really noticed it because I've always said like you could put um, like a, just a fight video up, a fight clip, and talk to ten people and get like ten different answers. And it's like, well, you're all watch the same thing. Like I, I don't like. There's legitimately times that a fight clip comes up and you read the guy before you've watched the clip. You read the guy's review, and then you watch it, and it's like, did you watch a different? Did you watch something else? Like I don't. What am I reading here? Like, that has nothing to do with what happened there. And I think, of course, a lot of times it's like the Homer gets involved with people. Like, you know, their guy can't lose, you know. I mean, put up any Bob Probert clip and it's, you know, those at worst a draw, you know, like a Probert never lost in some people's minds. It's like, let it go. Who cares, you know. But um, for the sake of this argument, I guess, uh, some people just feel the need to declare a winner. And they're like, and the, I've always written, the, actually the majority of people say it like McLaren won. And I've always, my simple response is like, who would you rather be after the fight was over? Well, Parker. Well then, you know, did, did, how did McLaren win then? You know, like McLaren missed significant time, you know, with a shattered nose. Parker didn't miss a shift. So I'm not really sure how McLaren wins, you know, like I, you know, that's how I viewed it. Um, like I always said, fighting's about damage, and uh, that's how I would do it. Parker clearly won the damage, you know. I mean, in a grand scheme of things, it's just we're just debating a fight. It's not like oh, we're solving the world's issues or anything. It's not a big deal, but it's it's just interesting. I mean, you know, at the time when it came out, it was a fight message board. That's what those message boards were for to discuss fights, and so people were discussing it and. Uh, and I, and I think, you know, at that time period, especially 99, 2000, around there, there was, like, the Parker contingent that was, like, super pumping the guy up coming out of junior. And, and I think it probably alienated a lot of people about him. And uh, because there was a few there was a few goofs back in the message board days. I'm not going to say names, but the old-time fried chicken listeners will know who I'm talking about. Uh, was definitely, uh, you know, Team Parker. And, uh, you know, and it got a little nauseating at times. It's kind of like the certain Facebook members and their Blackhawks love. Um, you know, so at that point you're just like, okay, fuck all the Blackhawks, you know, or fuck Scott Parker. But, cause you, you just get so angry at that actual poster. But, I mean, that's not really fair. That's not fair to the players. Um, you know, I always tried to sort of stay out of that. No, granted, I was a huge Parker fan coming out of junior, obviously. He's a dub guy and got to watch him, you know, basically grow up. Um, so, yeah, no, I was a huge Parker fan, but I'm also a huge McLaren fan, too. So, um, you know, and in the grand scheme of things with fights, winning and losing, I've always, you know, maybe, I mean, everybody probably has some bias in them, I guess, but um, I've always tried to remain, like, neutral. Um, you know, I'm just a fan of the actual, just the, the fight itself. And I mean, there's certainly guys I like more than other guys, obviously. And you kind of want them to win. And of course I wanted Probert to win all those fights or whatever. But, um, at the same time, I'd like, if he lost, he lost. I mean, it's not like I'm losing sleep over it, but, um, you know, <clears throat> so, but yeah, it, it, it's, oh, it's been, like I said, I guess it's been debated for 22 years, that fight. So it was just, um, it was really funny to see that come back up in the group. Somebody had posted it and, and then the comments start again. And, um, it was just like, holy shit. Like, yeah, talk about flashback Friday. All right. Um, but yeah, no, two tough dudes. And, um, yeah, I mean, whoever wants, if you want to call whoever the winner, it's whatever, fine. 
but um yeah it it was uh all the the days the days for sure but yeah going back to mclaren <clears throat> that was another guy i really wish was um it's a shame he's not around on on social media and that type of thing i wonder if anybody listening knows steve mclaren like that is one i would love to have that guy on a podcast and just talk to him um he had so many great battles and he played for a long time you know and um yeah if anybody out there in the sound of my voice knows how to get a hold of steve mclaren plus i'd like to i have a few pictures i'd like to get autographed too by him that would be pretty cool actually guys um as i was cleaning up here oh my god we say we're we're planning on moving here in the spring or at least hopefully we, well, we gotta sell the condo first but um so they're kind of slowly kind of i'm really slow kind of cl- trying to clean my stuff up and uh anyway i was just kind of going through the one shelf here and, and finding all these autographed pictures and um yeah, and uh, I, and I literally have I, I have like doubles of some guys and stuff. Um, so I'd really like to, and then some people have just sent autograph pictures over the years, and I'm not I'm not gonna say who the guys were, but it's like I'm not an over I'm not a real big fan of the guys, you know. But I know there are people that are, and um, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to. I was just kind of thinking like, man, I'd like I don't I'm not gonna throw any of this away, but um, I'd like to kind of do a draws or something. Maybe I'll do something like that or. Um, you know, cause there's obviously fans of these guys out there and, um, you know, uh, get it, get, get it to a good home. We'll put it that way. So, um, yeah, coming up here in the next, uh, in the next little while, I'll come up with something that we'll, I don't know, we'll do a little trivia contest or a game or a draw of some sort anyway. But, uh, yeah, so we'll be doing that going forward, but I would like to get some McLaren stuff signed. I'd like to put that on, put one of those on the wall for sure. Um, yes, other than that, um, oh yes, the, uh, best in the, the best in the East. So for anybody listening that doesn't know what I'm talking about, um, the best in the East was, um, the Regina leader post back in the day would give, uh, players and coaches and GMs, um, uh, not a, not a questionnaire, but just ballads, and uh, and they pick like most improved player, best pro prospect, best goaltender, blah blah, best fans, on and on, and then one of the categories was best fighter, and um, they uh, I have from 1987 to 2004, and I'm think which one am I missing? 98 or something? I'm only missing one of them, but um, yeah, and it, and it's I always say it, it's really cool and uh and they only did the east. So there is a best in the west, you know, with the American teams and Kelowna and stuff. I know Parker won the best in the west a couple times speaking of Scott Parker. Um but I don't know what newspaper ran those. So I'd really like to see if anybody out there has um best in the west um uh newspapers uh, uh please uh, get a hold of me, let me know. Um whether, like I said, on Twitter or on Facebook, if you're on neither of those things, I would it be you're on either of those. No, either, neither, nether, neither, nether regions. Yeah, this show is in the nether regions. Um, hockey fights at hotmail.com. That's right. I do have a hotmail account. Sorry, folks, I'm half in the bag here. But uh, hockey fights at hotmail.com. Um, send me an email, and uh, if you have those, I would love to see them. Um, but yes, so I've done from 87 to, uh, 1990. Now I'm thinking, did I? Yeah, I did 90 and 91 last episode. So we're going to do, uh, 
1992 and 1993. Um, one of uh, and uh, the best fighter for the best in the East in 1992 is Medicine Hats, Clayton Chuck Norris. There we go, Clayton Norris. I laugh, he got 35.5% of the votes. And at the very bottom, Dan Kessler got 0.5%. So some vote. So some guy just wanted to split the ballot. Did he? he just couldn't? He couldn't fully commit to Clayton Norris, so he gave him a half point to Dan Kessa, which is pretty funny. But uh, number two, Ken Staniforth from Moose Jaw, uh, with thirty three votes. Um, former guest of the show. Check that interview out. Stanny was a great, uh, great guest, and uh, now owns and operates the Fountain Tire in Lloydminster, Alberta. So if y'all, I always say for all your tire needs. Need some rims, a patch job, new tires, winter tires, all seasons. Fountain Tire in Lethbridge, Lethbridge. Jesus, I can't even do the, I can't even do the the uh, the ad read right. Fountain Tire in Lloydminster, the border city. Pardon me. Where did I get Lethbridge? I'm staring at Rob Hartnell, the most improved player for the Lethbridge Hurricanes. I'm staring at it at my screen right now. So maybe that's subliminally here. No, Lloydminster, Fountain Tire in Lloydminster. Stand of force, your guy. <coughs> Number three, Rhett Trombley from Saskatoon. Actually, Trombley and Staniforth had a few battles that year. Uh, number four from Brandon, Rob Puckniak. No disrespect to Rob Puckniak. I, 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 it's I don't know who that is. Um, I hope he's not listening to the show. If anybody has, if anybody's friends with him, don't tell him I said that. No, I don't mean that as a disrespectful way, but it's just interesting. I, I know because like the '90s is like right in my wheelhouse in terms of uh, um, my viewership of the Western Hockey League. We used to go to all the Blades games and stuff. Man, time, man, time. Uh, next from Sas Two, Mark Rader was on the list. I was a big fan of Mark Rader, big D man. Um, played a few seasons here, and then he was actually traded to Tri Cities for Todd Simpson. Um, yeah, which at the time we were super pissed, uh, but then Todd Simpson turned out to be one of my favorite blades. He only he played for just a year there, but I was a big fan of Todd Simpson. But yeah, old Raider, I like Mark. He was he was fun, and then uh, Brant Myers, right after that uh, from Lethbridge. Um, that's surprising. He'd be he wouldn't have gotten more votes than that. Um, because Myers actually came to Sass 2 and took a round out of both Raider and Tremblay. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, Dave Nielsen, after that with Prince Albert, then Taron Sandwith back in Saskatoon. Sass 2 had a tough team, man. You got three guys in the top ten. That's pretty sweet. And then uh, Ken Richardson and Dan Kessa round out the uh, voting. But um, speaking of Brent Myers, um, I went and picked up his book, Painkiller. Um, it was just released. Um, it's a battle. And of course, um, a battle of uh, addiction uh, that Brant went through um, about halfway through it. Um, it. It's really, it's, it's, it is open. It is honest. I will say that it's a uh, first chapters. You're uncomfortable right away. And, um, but he's very open and honest. And that's, I mean, that's what, you know, if it's a biography, that's what you're asking for. Right. And he certainly doesn't sugarcoat anything. Um, I will say from reading it, it is, oh, it is so frustrating to read. Like you just see all these, all these opportunities. And it's just like, as you're reading it, you're just getting more upset. You're like, oh dude, like, cause you know how it ends, right? I mean, we all know how Meyer's career went and it's just like, oh man, you know, you're just, uh, yeah, it's, it's really actually really frustrating to read, but, um, 
at the same time, um, I don't know, it's, it's kind of weird. It's almost like, uh, like you, you sort of feel guilty saying you're, you're enjoying it. Cause it's like, uh, you know what I mean? It's, um, that's interesting because I have, I, I, I never kind of thought about in that sense until just right now, as I'm saying it out loud, it's like, Oh, I'm enjoying the, I'm, I'm enjoying reading about his pain. You know, it's like, that sounds so fucked up, you know? Um, and you certainly don't mean it that way, but, um, I, I appreciate the honesty and the openness of it. Um, I guess could put it that way. Um, so I guess it's more of a, yeah, it's just a, sad, you know, cause I mean, you know, nobody, um, you don't want to see anybody, um, go through any of, go through that. So, it, um, yeah, that's, that sucks. But, uh, he, uh, he 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 did like I said it's uh, it's it's good so far I'm I'm really enjoying it and uh, like I said I'm about halfway through so yeah uh, but definitely um, Brent Myers painkiller actually I picked it when I bought it it was the second last one at uh, the uh, Indigo here in Saskatoon so I mean I'm sure they'll restock obviously but yeah so I mean clearly it uh, it's being purchased anyway so but I would suggest uh, a copy for sure. Um, but nineteen well here you go nineteen ninety three best niece as I'm opening it right now if you're wondering that I'm I, I know guys I I'm getting really bad I clicked the my mouse so much I'm trying to <clears throat> I've because I don't ever go back and listen to my show I don't whatever and uh, but every once in a while like when I'm editing um, not that I even edit if anybody has listened for a while I mean I'm not a big editing guy <clears throat> but there are some not in my solo episodes I don't give a shit but. Every once in a while during an interview, I'll do it if, if something's going on or whatever. But, um, <clears throat> I did go back and I was listening when I was editing and I could hear click, 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 click. I'm like, holy shit. I clicked and I just happened. I, so I kind of went through and listened a little bit and jumped forward and stuff. And it's like, oh man, I do a lot of clicking. Yeah. So I'm on the mouse. Oh, basically opening up like hockey DB or his fight card or I'm scrolling or that type of thing. So. I apologize. It's actually, this mic is actually very, it's a snowball microphone. Um, it's actually very good at picking up everything. Old listeners will know exactly what I'm talking about. Inside joke there, but, um, yeah, so it happens. You don't edit, <laughs> but all right, 1993 best in the eat. Well, here you go. Number. Yeah. Best fighter, uh, Brant Myers in Lethbridge. Well, it's funny. The voting, he had 78 votes, the guy in second at 39. So yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, Myers was dominant, man. Big dude, left-handed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Brent Myers, number one. Number two, Clayton Norris. Um, number three, Mark Rader. Uh, number four, Ryan Brown from Swift Current. Actually, a couple Swift Current guys. Um, uh, Ryan Brown and uh, Darren Perkins. And then Moose Jaw, Darren Stevenson. Dan O'Rourke and Moose Jaw. Rob Tremblay and Moose Jaw. Wow, three Moose Jaw guys right in a row. Um Sean Yakimishin, Chris Dingman, Justin Hawking, Pete LeBoutillier, Jamie Linden, yes, Trevor's brother, and Jamie Pusher all received one vote. So uh, basically it was real top-heavy with Myers, Norris, and Raider as kind of the three kingpins, and then everyone else kind of had single-digit voting. But um, there we go, yeah, Rob Tremblay. Rob, if you're listening in the sound of my voice, yes. I, I, I'm actually really trying to... Uh, 
to get Rob to come on the show. Hopefully, uh, he's a pretty quiet and, and, and private dude, but uh, hopefully, I can get him on. Um, you know, at some point, because uh, I was just a, I was just a big fan of uh, of Rob's um, Sean Yakimishin. There's a character he, he seemed to play in Saskatoon forever. Um, yeah, he was undersized, but um, yeah, tough dude, solid player actually. You know, just a gritty. You know, just played a little asshole role, but uh, you know, twenty goals and uh, you know, two hundred minutes, and uh, but yeah, wasn't afraid of anybody. But uh, it's interesting again, Ryan Ryan Brown and Darren Perkins. I don't know, and Darren Stevenson. I don't know much about those guys to be completely honest. Um, I remember them, but I don't remember the. F- but again, it's like there's not there's not a lot of video out there, and it's like really, if I didn't see him fighting against Saskatoon, it's like you know, I don't know. But I remember Dan O'Rourke and Trumbull. I remember the rest of the guys. But um, Le and Red Deer. He, I remember him. He he came here and um, yeah, he acted up. I remember him. I remember the name too. It was really. It's like how do you spell that? But uh, yeah, he uh, he played for a long time. And of course, he he played pro and actually ended up having some NHL time with Anaheim. And um, yeah, so. Well, there we go. The best in the the best in the East for uh, ninety. What did I just say? Jeez, what's my ninety two and ninety three? Yeah, I'm going two at a time here. I think. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. But again, Brent Myers, painkiller. Definitely check that. Pick that up. Well, before I kind of go, um, one of the things I've been doing here in the last in the last two two episodes. On the solo ep- on the solo episodes on the Sunday show, I called it a called it a fighter spotlight, and um, yeah, basically just kind of take um, underappreciated, underrated, whatever you know word you want to use. Um, and the first one I did was Tanner Lasan, um, former Swift Current Bronco, and then uh, the second one was uh, Josh Caron last week, um, who was probably you know the toughest guy in the Western Hockey League in his final season. And, uh, you know, signed with the uh, Minnesota Wild, played a couple of years in the American League, and, and then that was it and retired. Um, but I, I, I said with the, with the spotlight, I'm trying to find, I'll try to pick guys that were, you know, if I say their name, you could, there's, at least there's some video to go watch, you know. Like I said, I want to pick some guy from like 1983 or like, there you go, or Darren Perkins, perfect example. And then like, well, you should have seen him, you know, because there's no video. So um, I'll try to, you know, try to find, I'll bring up someone that they're at least can go to YouTube and check out their stuff. Um, and it's, it's interesting. I think today's guest, um, or today's guest, today's spotlight guy, um, honestly, Terry Ryan. And everybody's like, oh, we know who TR is and everybody knows him. Yeah, but have you watched his fights though? Really? You know, it's, um, like, I mean, everyone's heard the podcast and heard him talking about them, but has anybody really watched them? Um, the reason I bring this up is, uh, I had posted a fight with him and Mike Rourke from the IHL. Rourke was at the movie. There's another guy. Well, here, we'll do a double shot. Mike Rourke, Rourke, R-U-A-R-K, Rourke. Yeah, he played for the Manitoba Moose and stuff and, uh, played in Portland in the Western League. Um, there's a bunch of fights of him on my channel. Um, guy throws down. Number 33, Blue Liner, was not afraid. Um, wasn't like a, like, 
you know, he wasn't a 30 fight a year guy, but when he decided to go, I mean, there's some really good fights with him, Terry Ryan, another good one on my channel with Chris Neal, um, Alex Stoinoff, he had a good one with, um, yeah, legit tough dude. So, okay, we'll do a double shot. That's the first one. And the second one, like I said, was Terry Ryan. And the reason, like I said, the reason I brought it up, um, on the Facebook group, I put a, I put that fight up, Terry Ryan and Mike Ruark, um, right in front of the Manitoba net. And, um, it was a hell of a scrap and like all the people commented, Oh, it was a great fight, great fight. And, um, and like I said, I think, um, people overlook, I mean, Terry Ryan's all over social media and everybody knows who he is and stuff, but I, I don't think anybody kind of investigates the fights really. Um, and I don't know how many I have on my page, at least a dozen, you know, and I'm sure there's more on YouTube, obviously, but I have at least a dozen of his fights on my channel. And I mean, it, and he fight, he doesn't hold back and he fights all the names. So definitely check him out. Cause like, um, you know, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, who's he fighting? Um, well, Mike Rourke was one of them. Um, uh, Lassard a couple times. I know those are pretty vicious. Um, yeah, just honestly, guys, go back and, and check out his, uh, yeah, like, uh, well, Joel Terrio, Sean Thornton, uh, Dale Purrington, um, true. I'll, I'm all here. I'll just scroll my channel. Matt Audette. Those, that's a really good one. Um, Sean Hines, Bill Armstrong, Ty Jones, Lloyd Shaw, Darcy Johnson, Reed Simpson, Jeff Buchanan, Francis Belanger, Sean Selmser, Ashley Langdon. I mean, on and on. Um, you know, and uh, I'm not saying he wins them all or anything, but just for a guy that scored, that could, you know, put up 50 goals as a first-round pick, um, definitely a power forward and did not back down. And, uh, no, you watch a Terry Ryan, you're, you'll be entertained. And like I said, not the biggest guy, not a big power puncher guy, but he would hang in there toe to toe, no wrestling. Um, yeah, TR, I was a big fan of like way back in the day. Like I said, I watched him play junior. I was a fan of him then, um, would get fight DVDs and enjoy watching them. And then, and now as the, you know, as we've, we go on here and social media has caught on and, um, Terry has been a big part of, uh, you know, podcasting, obviously he's a member of the network here, but uh, you know, I enjoy listening to his shows, his stories, his books are great. There's another book plug, get Terry, Terry on his two books out. Um, the first one, tale of a first round, nothing, honestly, one of the best, um, hockey books I've ever read. Really funny, really good, hell of a story. And then he just released a book here right before Christmas, uh, film, uh, fight and folklore. Um, or is it fights, film, and folklore? Maybe that's what it is. Um, like I said, sorry guys, I've had, I've been in a few here. Uh, so, but it's, um, you know, TR get, um, you know, like he always says, Terry Ryan, 2020 at Gmail, get email him, get a hold of him, buy the book directly from him. He'll autograph it, ship it out to you. He makes more money that way. I know when you buy it in Indigo and stuff, you're getting cents on the dollar. Um, you know, you buy it from him. It's, you know, he gets all the money. So, you know, let's support TR and his efforts. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, there you go. There's my spot player fights, fighter spotlight, Terry Ryan today. But, uh, Anyway, guys, like I said, it's my wife's birthday tonight, so I better get out of here. And, uh, you know, enough talking. Like I said, my throat, I'm already losing my voice anyway. But, um, yeah, so again, sorry for all the solo episodes here right in a row, guys. You know, um, 
trying to track down some guys. And, uh, well, this Wednesday will be an interview, obviously, with Marco Zafalo. That one is done and in the can, so to speak. Um, I though I think you guys will really enjoy it. He was a great guest. Um, and he's a talker, but he's a talker, which is good when you're, when you're a host. That's what you want. And, um, but, uh, going forward, hopefully I can book a few more guys. I got a, two guys tentatively scheduled for next week. Um, so definitely, uh, I don't want to go, um, I, I don't like doing the Wednesdays uh, solo episodes. I haven't done that for a long time, though. I've usually come through with an interview, but unfortunately, circumstances just didn't happen last week, and I apologize. But uh, going forward, hopefully it won't happen again, but it probably will. But not this Wednesday, anyway. Anyway, guys, uh, let's. We'll, I'll wrap it up. Um, I know you're listening to I'm recording on Saturday, but obviously you're listening to it on Sunday. Um, hope everybody has a wonderful Sunday, and uh, enjoy the first few days of the week and i will talk to you guys on wednesday all right have a good night guys thanks and you people that don't like fighting how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was on